Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. Episode 11 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Welcome everyone, it's Liam Naden here. Gosh, it's hard to believe, you know, that we're actually up to episode 11 in this podcast. When I started this a few weeks ago, I was really excited to be bringing you this information and I, I've been really um, really pleased to get such great feedback as well. Thank you to the people who've sent me some really nice comments because I've really set this up to help you and to help all those people who are struggling with their marriage just to get a little bit more of the right information that I think could make a big difference. So in this episode, which is episode number 11, we're going to talk about something that is is really important, which is how to get your spouse to forgive you and to heal the resentment that they might be feeling. And if you're in this situation, and if your marriage is struggling, you'll know this is a really big problem. And, and I meet a lot of couples facing this particular issue. I talk to a lot of people about this. And where people, they really want to move on with their marriage, and they want to create a great relationship. But for some reason, their spouse can't or even won't forgive them and get over the hurt they're feeling. And as I said, this is a big problem, but you've really got to get over this because this is the first step to rebuilding your marriage, is to get over this hurt and resentment. Now, it can be caused by many things. It can be caused perhaps by a specific event. Maybe it was something that you did in the past to upset your spouse or to make them very hurt by you. Obviously, the one that comes to mind is you might have had an affair but other specific things that can make a spouse very resentful and hurt are things like maybe humiliating them in public in some way, perhaps in, in front of their friends or their family. So it could be a specific event that your spouse is feeling hurt by and resentful over. And the other thing that could be causing the hurt and resentment is a specific behaviour that you might have displayed to them. So this really is about the way you've treated them in the past, or maybe in some cases I've found it's where people are actually still treating their spouse in this particular way. But maybe you belittled them or you didn't care about their feelings. In some cases it can be even mental or even physical abuse, and even just a lack of attention or intimacy. Often what happens is one person gets focused because of the stresses of their, their life, they get focused on other things and they tend to neglect their spouse, and that can cause resentment and pain as well. So what are some of the symptoms of hurt, lack of forgiveness and resentment? What are some of the ways that you can tell that your spouse is hurt by you and is not forgiving you? Well, the most obvious is obviously coldness towards you. Maybe they're not responsive to you. They, maybe they've shut down on their thoughts and feelings, and they're just not responding to you emotionally. There also could be a lack of communication, and this is quite similar to the coldness, but they might also shut down on you and refuse to talk about anything. And this happens as well, even on, on practical things, they might just stop communicating with you. One of the main symptoms that I've found is actually lack of intimacy. And you know, one of the first things that goes when a person in a marriage is feeling hurt and resentful is their willingness 
to be intimate with the other person. Now obviously that includes sex, but it also includes just simple affection. And maybe your spouse has shut down on you in terms of they won't touch you, or don't want to be touched, or hugged, or kissed. And sometimes people even tell their spouse that they feel physically repulsed by, by the other person when they try to touch them. And that's a sign of, of hurt and lack of forgiveness. Another sign where, that they're feeling hurt and, and not forgiving you for what you might have done is they might be putting other things ahead of you in your marriage. You know, making other things a higher priority. It could be your children or other family members or friends or even their hobbies and interests, or their job, or their business, or their career. But basically, they're putting other things ahead of you and your marriage. And if you know anything about what I do, and in particular if you've listened to my free report at growinginloveforlife.com, you'll know that one of the keys, I believe, to a great marriage is that it must be the highest priority for both people in that marriage. Now here's something else that people often do when they're feeling hurt and resentful, and that is they actually hurt the other person intentionally. They might be sabotaging your success in other areas of your life, such as alienating you from your children or your friends or other family members. Sometimes people overspend, so that's a form of, if you like, financial sabotage. So they're trying to hurt the other person intentionally. And of course, with some of these things, it's going to hurt them as well. Now, some of this behavior, I just should say, can be pretty extreme, and sometimes it also indicates a personality disorder. So if this is happening to you, you might need to look into that, and you can contact me for more help and advice in that whole area, but that is a sign, that's that, and quite an extreme sign, of them feeling hurt is when they're hurting you back intentionally. But all of this, no matter what the symptoms, no matter what's going on, you'll you'll I'm sure you'll agree it's a real problem. And the real problem with a lack of forgiveness is that it creates a barrier between the two of you. So it makes communication and trust and intimacy you know, difficult if not impossible. And that's bad. That is just not going to help your relationship at all. And as I've said before in earlier podcasts, if your relationship's not moving forward, then it must be moving backward. So you've got to eliminate barriers in your marriage if you want it to move forward. And the other thing that happens when there's a lack of forgiveness in a relationship is that it might cause you to behave the same way. So you're going to start feeling resentful and hurt, and you're, you might act in the same ways in terms of coldness or withholding intimacy or communication. And all that's going to do again is just make things worse. Okay, so in, before we get into talking about how to get your or help your partner to forgive you and to stop feeling resentment. There's an important thing I just want to say here that there are actually two types of resentment and hurt that a person can feel. And your spouse may have one or either of these or what's more common is a combination of these. So it's important to look at your spouse's behavior as well as what they're saying to identify what type of resentment they're actually feeling and experiencing. And this is important because it's going to give you some clues on how to deal with it, which when we come to that section will make a bit more sense. So the two types of resentment and hurt are, firstly, the first one is your spouse wants to forgive you, but they don't know how. So here they recognize that they are hurting 
and they recognize that they can't forgive you, and they recognize that their behavior isn't helping you, them, or your marriage for that matter, but they genuinely don't know what to do about it. Now the way to detect this is to ask yourself, is your spouse aware that they can't forgive you, and, and does, does it actually make them feel bad that they can't? I mean, are they, are they saying to you, you know, I really would like to forgive you, but I just can't, and, the, and you genuinely feel that they're telling you the truth? I mean, does it, so does it appear that they want, seriously want to do something about it? Do they want to get over their feelings of hurt and resentment towards you? And are they taking some responsibility for trying to do that? Are they, you know, looking for some way to do that themselves without you having to mention it? So that's the first type of resentment. But there's actually another type of resentment that's very, very common, and this is where your spouse actually doesn't want to forgive you, even if they're saying that they do. Now, why would this be the case? Why would somebody be in a position where they feel hurt and resentment and they literally don't want to forgive the other person? They don't want to get out of that space. Well, the reason this happens, and as I said, it's quite common, it's because the hurt person is actually using their apparent pain to punish the other person for what they did. So what they're really saying is, well, you really hurt me, and I'm not going to forgive you easily for that, so you need to be punished. And I'm going to punish you by staying hurt because I know that hurts you too. Now it sounds a bit silly when you talk about it that way, but I'm sure that you'll see that this is actually quite a common belief that people have. And people do this because it's a way of maintaining control over not only you, but the relationship as well. Because what they're really doing is they're saying that how you feel and that's either good or bad, but how you feel in any situation is going to be determined by them. And often a person doesn't know they're doing this, but nevertheless it's usually quite destructive. So when I show you some steps to help them overcome their pain and hurt, this is one thing you need to be aware of. You know, Are they actually in a place where they, where, where they don't want to forgive you? And I think you'll be able to tell quite clearly based on their behavior and their feelings and their actions, whether that's the case or not. So they're the two types of resentment and hurt. Because obviously, let's look at what we really want to achieve here. What is the goal and what is forgiveness? It's important to think about what forgiveness actually is. And I think, put simply, true forgiveness is just simply removing all the pain, all the traces of the pain of what happened not only from your outer world in terms of your relationship, but your inner world as well, how you're feeling. So that's got to be the goal for your spouse, is for them to forgive you, they need to have got rid of all of the traces of pain surrounding what happened that caused them, not, or caused them the hurt in the first place. And it also has to be unconditional. They have to just let go of it and say, it doesn't matter what happened, irrespective of what happened, I'm going to forgive and get rid of that pain. So it's also acknowledging what happened, but it's not letting it affect someone's emotions in a negative way. So that's your goal for you and for your spouse, obviously, over their lack of forgiveness, is to have their feelings of hurt about what happened removed completely. And the good news is you can actually do that. Now, of course, I'm assuming here that in your current situation, you are sorry for whatever you did or whatever has caused your spouse to feel resentful 
towards you. And I'm not saying it's totally your fault in this situation, because there are always two sides to everything. And you might have done things to hurt them, but of course they might have done things to you as well. And we'll talk about the whole issue of blame a bit, but, bit later on, but just simply at this point I am assuming that, you know, where you were responsible for causing some pain to your spouse, you truly are sorry for it. And that means you've actually stopped the behavior because you can't realistically expect them to forgive you if you keep on repeating what caused it. And you know, I've spoken with couples where he, say the husband, wants his wife to forgive him for having had an affair. And he's had a string of affairs over a few years. And every single time after he's had an affair, he comes back and you know, begs her to forgive him, and she does. But after half a dozen of these the, these incidents, he's sort of wondering, well, you know, why isn't she forgiving me anymore? And she's thinking, why should I forgive him? So you've obviously got to stop the behavior, because it's got to be a genuine remorse, if you like, and a genuine want to not hurt that person anymore. And can I just suggest that if you do have a pattern of repeating what causes your spouse to be hurt, then I think there's something else going on in your relationship and you need to identify that and you need to repair that element of it. It's not about dealing with forgiveness, it's about dealing with something else if, if the patterns keep repeating themselves. Alright, well now let's get into some some ways to help your spouse get over their hurt and their pain and to really forgive you. But before we do that, there's just two little things I want to share with you that I think are important. And these are two common approaches that are very common in, in trying to help somebody to give a, get over their hurt, but they don't actually work, or not very often anyway. And the problem with these two approaches, and I'll tell you what they are in a second, but they, they're really determined by two beliefs that people have about overcoming hurt. And I think both of these beliefs are actually not correct. Now the first belief is that you have to give it time to heal. This is a very common belief. You hear this all the time. Well, I'm in pain, but I, you know, with time it will heal and we'll, our relationship we will be back together. I'll be able to forgive them if I just have a bit of time. I need some time. Now this is true to an extent. I'm not saying that that time isn't important, but it's often used as an excuse to basically not do very much and have the person just wallow in a bit of self-pity. And I'm not trying to be hard on anybody here, I'm just trying to be honest and truthful about it. But that's the problem with saying you have to give it time to heal. And in fact, like any change, healing from a hurt and actually forgiving someone, you can actually do that instantly, if you really think about it any change you can do instantly and that includes deeply and truly forgiving somebody. But obviously to do that you have to have the right environment and that includes having the right mindset, uh, maybe some of the right psychological tools to help you. But you can actually heal hurt very quickly. So that's the first belief that I think is wrong that you have to give it time to heal. You don't have to give it time. You have to give it as much time as it needs but that can be sped up depending on what you do and how you do it. And the second belief is that it's up to them to deal with it. So in other words that's saying, well the person who's feeling hurt and, forg and can't forgive, that's their problem. I'll have to, just, all I'll do is I'll just leave them and in their own time they can come back when they're ready and say they've forgiven me. 
Now that's true to an extent, and we're going to get into this um, a little bit when I come to the real solutions, but getting them to take responsibility for it is certainly part of it. But the problem is, if you just leave it to them to deal with it, firstly they might not know what to do, and secondly, the time frame is going to be based on their time frame. So you're not giving them any support. So what you need to do is give them some support. So it's about making them realize that they it is up to them to deal with it, but you're there to help them and support them to deal with it, not to just ignore it and wait until they're ready to come back. Okay, so the two approaches that don't work, which are based upon these two beliefs, if you like. The first approach is to give them time and space. That doesn't work. We've already discussed why that doesn't work. And the second approach is for the person who's created the hurt to, to say that they're sorry. Now it's important that you say you're sorry, but if you keep saying you're sorry, and if you try, keep trying to make them feel better and, and sort of jolly them along and try and get, them, get over their hurt and resentment and lack of forgiveness that way, that doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work, and in fact the reason both of these approaches don't work, is what you're really doing is you're giving all of your power to them. And what they need to get over their pain and their hurt is they need some strength. And by giving all of your power to them, what you're doing is actually you're making yourself weak. And you're making the whole situation weak. There's nothing strong there for them to rely on, for them to, to pull them up if you like. So when you that's what happens when you give all of your power to the other person who's in a vulnerable state. They need some strength. They need to be pulled out of it, or at least helped to be pulled out of it. So that's why I think neither of these approaches work, either giving them time and space or saying sorry and trying to make them feel better. All right, so what can you do? Well, I've come up with five things that you can do to get your spouse to forgive you and heal the resentment. And these are things that I've found do work, and they're quite powerful. And obviously, as with everything I'm saying, I can't guarantee it's going to work for you. But I think, based on what I've seen in my experience, you're going to get a much better response from them if you try these five things than if you just say, I'll leave it up to you to heal, and um, I'm sorry all the time, and how can I make you feel better? So the first thing you can do is to make sure, and we've talked about this a little bit, already is make sure you don't take responsibility for their feelings. So your spouse needs to take responsibility for their feelings. Now they might not want to and they might even say that they can't but true healing and forgiveness is never going to happen and it's never going to come from anywhere else other than, than from them. This is a very important point to make that they're the ones who have to heal themselves. No one else can do that. So you have to help them in a loving way to take responsibility for their feelings. So the way to do that, obviously, is to tell them that you're sorry for what happened and that you'll obviously do everything you can to make sure it doesn't happen again. And you'll also do everything you can to help them. But at the end of the day, it's up to them to decide to forgive you. So if you like, you're laying a ground rule here, which is... Yes, I love you and I want to help you, but I can't, I can't force you to forgive me. You've got to take responsibility for that. So that's the first thing, is to make sure you don't take responsibility for their feelings. Now the second thing is to forgive yourself. And you know, a lot of, a lot of the times if we do something to hurt our spouse, we run around with all these feelings of guilt. 
But the fact is that what happened, happened. And you made a mistake. Okay, well, here's something that you might find hard to believe and amazing news. You are human. <laughs> no, seriously, of course, you made a mistake. We all make mistakes. That's what life is. Now, that's not to make light of the mistake or negate it or say it's it's that it's um, totally acceptable to have made that mistake, but we all make mistakes. And you made a mistake. Forgive yourself for that. And you've already told yourself, I hope, that you're going to work on yourself to ensure it doesn't happen again. So you're doing your best, the best that you're capable, capable of to make sure it doesn't happen again. So forgive yourself. Don't feel guilty about it. Guilt doesn't do anybody any good least and it's not going to do you any good in this situation or your spouse so forgive yourself and just move on so that's the second thing the third thing is to acknowledge and resolve so what i mean by this is acknowledge to them acknowledge to your spouse all right i acknowledge that what i did hurt you and i'm sorry for that so you acknowledge that it caused them hurt and also tell them that it's your wish that your relationship is going to be healed and, and made better and better than get it back to where it was. You know, the, the wonderful relationship you had before whatever happened, happened. So tell them that, that that's what you want to happen. But do this in a powerful way, in a firm way, so that they know that you mean business. You know, you're not just saying, I'm sorry, and it won't happen again for the 50th time. And you're also not asking them how they feel. Because they've probably already done plenty of that. They've probably told you over and over how they're feeling and how upset they are. But what you're doing is telling them how you feel. And that's important. So you're in this step, you're acknowledging that you hurt them. You're acknowledging what happened. And that you're acknowledging that you're sorry for it. And you're resolving that you want things to be a lot better. And that they're going to be a lot better. So that's the third thing. Now the fourth thing... It's also a bit about acknowledgement. The fourth thing is to ask them to acknowledge that you are both human and you both make mistakes. Now, do this in a gentle way, but again, firm and non-confrontational. And just, just you're basically saying, look, I'm, after you've acknowledged what you've done and you've resolved that you want things to be a lot better, just say, look, but isn't it true we're both human? You know, we both make mistakes. I've made mistakes but you make mistakes as well. I mean, that's just the way we are. And again, you're not accusing them, but you're just gently and firmly reminding them in a non-confrontational way that you're both human and you both make mistakes. What you're really doing in this is you're getting them to acknowledge that there's perhaps another side to what happened. And remember I said earlier, there's always two sides to everything, and this is where why the blame game never works, because people can always see another side to everything. So the hurt they're feeling, there's another side to all of this. Certainly you acknowledge their hurt, but you know maybe there's another side, but the fact that you both make mistakes. And you know possibly, don't say this to them, but possibly there might be a situation where they might have made a mistake. So what you're doing here is your... Def what, or the effect of what you're doing here is that will probably diffuse some of the resentment just on its own. Because they might even begin to see, well, perhaps it wasn't all your fault, or that you that you you did what you did, or you know that again you are, you're just human, and they're human, and people make mistakes. It's not the end of the world. It doesn't need to be the end of the world. Right, and the last step, or the, the fifth step, is to create a positive healing 
environment. And, you know, so many times what happens when we've got lots of problems in our relationship and things are going badly, that's what we're focused on. And it just creates an endless cycle of problems and hurt and pain and misery where it's no wonder people don't want to be there. It's no wonder we want to end that situation just by leaving because we're, all we're doing is focusing on the bad stuff. So now that you've acknowledged that it's their responsibility and you've acknowledged and resolved that... Um, you have hurt them, you've acknowledged the situation, you've acknowledged how they're feeling, you've forgiven yourself, and you've asked them to acknowledge that um, you're human and that you both make mistakes, to acknowledge the truth of what has happened. This fifth step is about moving on, okay, because you don't need to focus on that stuff anymore. What you need to focus on is creating the, a positive environment. So this means, as well as focusing on the positive, refusing to focus on the negative because as I said what you get what you focus on is what you get more of so if you want to heal things you're going to have to focus on healing on the positive things so what are some of the practical ways to do this okay here are some of them one is when they appear upset don't say that you're sorry you know give them support if necessary but remember what we, came, what we said in the very first step about them taking responsibility for their feelings. So don't continue to say sorry to them if they appear upset. Change, you just move the focus away from that. And that really comes down to acting as much as possible if you're already in a great marriage. So just act as if you've got a great marriage. It's the old fake it till you make it thing. Another way to create a positive environment is to be attractive. And show your mental strength. Now, if you're happy and optimistic and positive, you're not being cynical. Remember, you've already acknowledged that you've hurt them and that there's pain there. So you can move on from that. But you can be happy, optimistic and positive about the future. So don't dwell on the problems. Look at the good side of things. And, and hopefully, if you do that, they will start to look on better things as well. And what you're doing is showing your mental strength. And remember I said earlier... They need your strength. Well, this is one of the areas you're giving it to them, your mental strength. So that also means be loving towards them. But again, not in a weak way, but just in a way of being loving towards them that maybe you used to be before all this stuff happened. All right? The next thing is don't react to their negativity. So that means, you know, tell them that you love them, obviously, but that you're not going to react to their negativity that their, their feelings are really their responsibility and not yours. And that's one of the greatest gifts you can give anybody, is to, is to show them that they are responsible for their own feelings. Because the real winner in that game is them. The person who takes responsibility for the feelings and for everything else in their life is the winner. I remember being told by somebody very wise, I thought, who said to me, you know, you worry about how you feel and I'll worry about how I feel, okay? And that's a really powerful statement to use in a relationship. So don't react to the negativity. If you need to, change the energy in the situation. Change the subject. Just almost take no notice if, they, if they're trying to get you to feel negative or upset. It takes a lot of strength to do this, but you can see that strength is what this is all about. So that's what you need to build and develop. And it's going to really help them at the end of the day. And also, don't play the blame game. I've, always, I've mentioned this already. 
you know, obviously there's two sides to everything. It's it really is absolutely pointless getting into an argument about blaming about whose fault it is. So just move on from there and don't play the blame game. So they're the five things you can do, and I think after you start to do these things, you're going to see a different reaction. Hopefully, I'm I'm almost certain you will see start to see a different energy surrounding your relationship, your marriage, and then slowly but surely they're going to change because you've changed and so much of what if we want to make any changes in our relationship it's up to us to take responsibility for our behavior and through our behavior we create change in the relationship so remember no one can heal anyone else I mean you can only heal yourself and your spouse needs to realize this so if they're going to get over their feelings of hurt and resentment and not being able to forgive you they need to realize that only they can do it but your role is to not only to help them realize it, but to give them the unconditional love and support that they need. And that's all about giving them strength. And by strength, I mean not allowing anything they do, no matter how hard they try, and certainly they're going to try hard, is not allowing anything they do to weaken you. And when they see your strength, and they see your unconditional love and your support, that's going to make the biggest change of all. It's really what's going to be able to help them to get over their resentment and forgive you, which is what obviously you want and they want. Really, resentment and lack of forgiveness are some of the most destructive things in any marriage, and it's something we've all got to learn to deal with to some extent. It mightn't be big things, there might be little things. Often in a marriage, often when people um, are looking to end their marriage and they're really struggling, it's not necessarily even any one big thing, but it's a whole lot of little little resentments, little hurts, little things that the other person has done that have hurt them and they've just built up over time and it's reduced the attraction, reduced the connection and the love. So we've all got to deal with with resentment and lack of forgiveness in our marriage. So if your spouse is feeling resentful towards you and they won't or can't get over the hurt, you know, try this approach, try these steps and see what results you might get. That's all we've got time for in this, in this episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this useful. I hope you found some ideas that you can really use in your particular situation to turn things around from struggle and pain, which it just doesn't need to be, into a place of real happiness and joy in your marriage. Now, if you want more information, of course, you can download my free report. And it's on my website, growinginloveforlife.com. And it's called The Five Keys to Saving Your Marriage Now. There's some really powerful and good information in there. So as I said, thanks once again for joining me in this podcast. I hope you found it useful and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now.